theoretically possible. Why waste time? But it doesn't make any sense. Discovery Houston, press to ATO. Three, two, one. Welcome back, friends. How are you doing today, my love? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? Doing grand, doing great. Thanks so much for tuning in today, you guys. We have an interesting topic to you today. John just kind of came up with it off the cuff just now, so I'm excited to, to see where this conversation leads us. Um, today, we are talking about the concept or the question, are we lifelong learners? Yes, are we all lifelong learners? Not just you and I, because yeah. I kind of feel like we are, for sure. Yes. But are we all? Is life all about learning? And I think it is. The more I think about it, the more I'm kind of recognizing perhaps it is, which is so ironic because I definitely recall almost vividly being a little kid and hating going to school. I know. You know, for me personally, I was ready for recess every minute of the day. And now I'm running towards learning in an odd way more than I ever thought I would be. Yeah, I think that, you know, everyone has their um, own time where they all of a sudden, I mean, they're curious. I mean, I think that really learning really stems from curiosity, Mm -hmm. one's curiosity. Just, I would say that you don't have to learn just in school. And I think that's honestly one of the misconceptions we all kind of have. Mm -hmm. Maybe parents have, maybe kids have. Obviously, school is very important for everyone to go to, right? But not everyone (laughs) enjoys going to class in the in the structure that the education system is in right now mm-hmm. and it's 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 interesting to see a lot of um other people countries you know counties really kind of playing around with how education could be changed yeah but i would say that it is important for i mean we all are lifelong learners let's be honest when mm-hmm. you go out and you go grocery shopping at walmart or trader joe's or wherever you're going grocery shopping you know, you're learning something new every single time. For sure. You're learning about the behavioral patterns <laughs> of individuals shopping, right? You're learning about yourself. You're learning about, you know, parking. You're learning. There's so much to learn yeah. constantly. And it's up to you. I mean, through experiences, people like learning, right? Through work, people mm-hmm. like learning, through reading, through watching, through listening. There's so many different ways to continue to learn. But I think that you know, what we're really saying is like our brains are basically computing um, entities that are constantly trying to understand the world around. Our whole entire life. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering, do you think that it's the fact that we're learning and we're not feeling as though we're forced to be learning? That's the factor of why we're feeling so connected to this at this phase of life. Because maybe that was why I didn't like it was I felt like I had to do it. Yeah. And maybe some sense of feeling pushed or it's not my choice. I don't want to learn about this. Right. And that's one reason why I didn't like it as much as a kid. Yeah. Well, I do think that there are certain things that everyone needs to learn in school. I I mean, there are certain things that if people in one's society are not educated on, it's really easy to take advantage of them or for things to go really bad, especially when you're living in a democracy and every person has the ability to vote right Mm. so you do want your society to be educated literate and have the tools to be able to actually educate themselves beyond school absolutely i would say that's like the real goal in the end is you have the ability 
to if you didn't do very well in school, well, at least you know how to read and you know how to think critically, you know, Mm -hmm, not, mm -hmm. not get fooled or bamboozled by someone who's just pandering to what you want to hear. Right. Yeah. To understand learning, I guess that's not learning. And that's, and actually I think that, that our school system doesn't really do, I mean, some do, I would say overall critical thinking is a difficult skill to really teach. It's very difficult. It is difficult, but it's absolutely essential essential for, for everyone. I mean, in a society to be able to think for themselves and really think through, you know, someone says this or the advertisement says this or, you know, whatever. And to be able to look at it and say, I don't know if that's necessarily true. Why not? And Mm -hmm. I want to look into that even more. Right. Or to ask questions about, you know, why does it, why does it, why do things work this way? Why can't Mm -hmm. they, why can't they be better for everyone? Why are they only really nice for a certain set of people? Right. And then create something that, I mean, the, the, active creation really comes from learning right Mm -hmm. so learning is kind of at the root of a lot of what we all do right i mean we have to learn about you know various different societal or cultural norms Mm -hmm. right and we can choose whether or not we actually participate in those norms or are outliers to those norms yeah but i would say that it, it we maybe it has a something to do with you know you were you had to go to school right it could be the fact that and I would say a lot of people would probably be with you on that. And it's like, well, what now I don't have to do it. Now I, it's it's on me. I get mm-hmm. to actually learn what I want to learn about. I think that's where I was kind of going direction of, which is, what is it that you're interested in? Yeah. And that's not always easy to figure out right away, to get it categorized into something really specific. I agree. I mean, I think when that I was mo- a kid, I might have liked skateboarding class, but I'm very grateful I didn't study that all my yeah, that's true. That's a really good point. I, I would also go out to say that most undergrads, it's hard for them to understand exactly what it's they want to hard. do. You know, you're only 18, 19 years old. And you're just supposed to figure out what your major, what you love to do, what you what, love to learn about. But what's the best way of figuring it out? I would say just be curious and ask questions. I, I, I think that for me, for sure, school... I, I would say I didn't really appreciate my undergrad education as much as I appreciated my grad. Mm-hmm. And part of that had Me to do too. with, um, yeah, I chose to go back to school, to go to grad school mm-hmm. in a certain subject that I really wanted to, you know, basically Learn more about, yeah, be experienced in. But then it's not, it wasn't just that. It was also that I wasn't just going into a classroom and learning about things about theoretically, this could maybe be useful. I was like really using what I was learning every single day in in classroom and conversation and, you know, all these different things in real life, applying it to the business. So I think that part of it has to do with, you know, you could learn about something and then actually go out in the world and do it and say, dude, I really did not like doing that actually on a daily basis. I just find that fun to learn about. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all have different hobbies and and skills and talents in life. And I think it's actually, I mean, amazing if someone really understands what that is for themselves early on. Right. It's amazing. Well, what are your thoughts on the difference between someone trying to figure out what they love by studying it versus experiencing it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel the key to being a lifelong learner where you're absolutely engulfed in wanting to learn more and participate in it more and find new discoveries really comes down to understanding what it is you want to know and why like really get into that core aspect of right it. and that's not easy to figure that out 
especially in the, the beginning phase of like kind of just like looking at the whole forest and figuring out which direction do I go in? Is it best to go in the direction of art? time to go on the internet let me go read some articles get some books watch youtube or do you you recommend you just take a few steps forward test it out worst comes worst it's not for you and you can always get out of the forest what's your vibe i understand it depends but sometimes it's hard to figure out which one's the best action to take it is some people yeah because some people just find themselves all of a sudden on this path and journey that they are curious about and they are learning as they go Mm -hmm. um i think that it's important to depending whichever way you end up taking right whether that's studying and then experiencing or experiencing Mm -hmm. and then learning i would say that it's important to find the balance of the two i like that the whole way through because you can't just do 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 like like (laughs) just continue to actually just do and experience and just fly by the seat of your pants it's actually really important to be thoughtful and to kind of understand why you're doing it and where you're going and and you know, I understand that there is a little bit of like naivete that is actually okay too. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you don't have to know everything because the, w- the one thing you don't want to do is fall into a state of analysis paralysis where you're just yeah. studying, studying, studying. Now I know all of this stuff and now I don't know what to do with it. Now go be an entrepreneur. Yeah. It doesn't make it, <laughs> it doesn't really, it's not as meaningful, but I think that as you learn, if you are kind of putting yourself out there, I think that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. You have to put yourself out there as you're learning Yeah, and you'll eventually figure out, you know, where, where, what your role is or wh- where you want to go with what you now know, right? Yeah. Well, I think your answer, which I honestly did not know what my answer to that question was going to be, is exactly what we're doing. I'm looking at our whiteboard right now, and on the left side, we have actions, and mm-hmm. on the right side, we have questions. Yeah. And so the question side is more focused on those things that we got to learn from watching others mm-hmm. on on videos or from reading about how the system works the actions are what are we going to do today and learn from trying it out making a few mistakes perhaps putting ourselves out there what should we do to get that perfect balance and if we get them perfectly aligned i think that's the fastest route to getting towards where we want to go but there's also the idea that i don't know if we'll ever fulfill all or we're always going to have things on both lists forever which gets back to the we're always learners for life. We are. I, I totally think that we are. I mean, think about think about like doctors. I mean, like MDs who are in the hospital or, you know, having their own practice. They okay, they they learned. They obviously went through school, went through mm-hmm. a lot of school, went through residency, and now they're actually doing it. Now do you want the doctor who has had 30 years of experience or do you want one who just came out of their residency, right? Yeah. Now, most people would say the one who has more experience, even though they both have the same amount of knowledge. But what if the person who has the 30 years of experience didn't continue learning? Stay up to date with yeah. changes. And so now the person actually who just came out of their residency knows of a lot more, knows a lot more about how to actually, you know, solve the problem, solve the problem yeah. than the other person. So it's, it's definitely, it's so important to really continually learn mm-hmm. even through your own experience and to not believe that you know it all. Right. Um, especially, I mean, and there, there are some fields like theoretical physics, f- physics, like you need to know a certain level of background about physics, right? Absolutely, yeah. Like there absolutely needs to be a certain level before you can actually start contributing and actually experiencing, mm-hmm. you know, being a theoretical physicist. Yeah. But, um, there's also, I think about like hospitality or restaurants, right? You don't necessarily mm-hmm. need to study 
restaurants and, and hotels to maybe maybe in certain areas a little bit you, yeah. you want to learn from others you know well i would say like is there a book on how to be a good waitress probably or a waiter I, yeah. I probably but I, I would also say that you probably learn most of the time by picking up on what others do well and yeah. what they don't do well right that's yeah. through experience so there are certain things well, that you see, just that's, live that's where it gets really interesting work on the job because the in that situation when you're learning from others like you're being trained in the waitress position mm-hmm then that to me would be the equivalent of I'm studying it, I'm reading about it. I'm That's the questions category. Yeah. The action would be, all right, time to go out there. This is your first table. Learn, you know, okay, I'm supposed to make sure that they get water before and I need to make sure that I tell them it's Pepsi, not Coca-Cola. Yeah. You know, those are things that maybe you m- may learn best from actually doing it yeah. versus following someone and someone says make sure you do this 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 and you're writing it down and you're like preparing yeah so it is that balance between action and question and this whole like subject that we're talking about are we always learners is learning when 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 that statement came to to the discussion board do you think we're really just focusing on the question aspect of things or do you think that you know, I feel like almost action's inevitable in certain things of life, but is it so much more beneficial to take the time to think about what, you know, what, how could this be more efficient? How yeah. can I get more bang for my buck? What is the best route of doing this? Taking a step back and thinking it through, writing it down, looking for answers in different resources rather than just learning from a application. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. I do think that reading or... Okay, it's not just reading, it's about, it's learning, right? How does one yeah. learn? It's, it, there, like we said, there are so many different ways that one can learn, but how do you really store it in your long-term memory, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it has a lot to do with learning, um, doing, and repeating, right? Mm-hmm. And reflecting in a way also. You have to like kind of understand like if you, if you did something wrong, you have to be able to learn from that as well. And how do you actually reflect on, on that? And what, what do you take forward yeah. basically from that as well? I think about practice in sports too. You know, you have coaches who basically explain, you know, this is what I want you to do. This is how you get better. Right. Um, I could watch hours and hours and hours of how to be a better tennis player, mm-hmm. you know, from Serena Williams's coach, actually I could probably watch it for hours. Mm-hmm. But if I never actually do it, mm-hmm. Or practice it. Or practice it. I won't actually ever be any better, right? right? So there are certain things that absolutely require you to do it. Mm -hmm. I do think that it's, you know, I think thoughtfulness goes a long way too in terms of, I mean, what we're really hitting at, and if you're not doing, I think the big thing that you should be be doing is critically thinking about your interpretation of this, yeah. right? Not just taking it for face value. Like, oh, I read this book and this author said that this is the way that it is. So then therefore it is the way that it is. Yeah. You you can actually have an opinion of your own. Right. And there's, you know, there's the... It's not, you, you got to dig deep to get to that point. Yeah. You know, have some backing reasoning for it. So it is, it like you said, it's a back and forth. Yeah, well, it's, and it's not just learning. It's actually retention, right? You have to be able to actually I'm keep, glad hold on to it. You have to actually... See, that's a really interesting point because retention to me is kind of getting that practice aspect a yeah. little bit. But at the same time, when I think of the word retention, I think of memorization and I think of flashcards. And the last time I did that was when I was in school. And that is a major difference from our current life. I don't remember studying something with 
you know, I'm trying to memorize this definition, this and this and this. Now I feel like in this new phase where I'm looking at learning as a life, life pursuit, I view it more as the idea of I'm just going to learn it and I'm not going to memorize it. And maybe through learning it in the process of like digging deep and finding answers and figuring out what are the right questions that will naturally allow me to memorize it. Yeah. You know, it's, it, that's it's, a major difference to me between yeah. like elementary undergrad and to who we are now is I've not pulled out a single set of flashcards at all. Yeah. Well, I would say for sure memorization isn't necessarily lead to retention. You can memorize something and forget it eventually. True. Right. Yeah. Short term memory, long term. Yeah. And so how does something actually stay in your long term memory? Like I, I find it an interesting question when I ask people, what is the one book that you remember reading in your um, in, in school before college, hmm. like what What's was, the, what was the one that like sticks out of your mind? I mean, the great Gatsby was one of them, hmm. but the one that really changed me was Anne Frank's diary, oh, yeah, yeah. the diary of Anne Frank. Wow. I mean, I literally, as a kid, I will never forget how much that impacted me. Yeah. I remember quotes still like, wow, I didn't try to memorize them. I didn't memorize them for a test. Yeah. It was just something that stuck with me. And so I think that interestingly enough, you know, kind of going full circle back to, you know, maybe learning is more fun now because you don't have to, you're not forced to learn the things that you don't want to. I think that a lot of times retention comes with what is meaningful to someone, Mm. you know, like if you're learning something that's really meaningful, you're not going to forget that. I mean, I, I think about a lot of the lessons and the things that we've learned on our, um, like long legged travels, right. (laughs) Where we are, we now understand the bus system. I'll never forget the Nicaraguan bus system. And it really doesn't have a whole map that I can study and memorize, right? Yeah. But I can under, I understand how it kind of works now. Mm-hmm. And now I can actually apply that to other different bus systems and transportation systems around the world where right. it's like, okay, this is probably not exactly the same, yeah. but it was a meaningful lesson for me to understand and be able to apply and learn more. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you could take something that you learn and you continue to learn more and more on top of it because it's meaningful to you. Mm. Maybe, it, I mean, in that case, that's more utilitarian, but it could... Mm be beyond just utilitarian it could be meaningful for lots of different reasons do you think it's utility do you think that one reason why we feel uh attached to it is because we don't feel as though we're judged by others on what we're learning like i kind of feel like that might be a factor as well is it's one thing to be memorizing and studying something because you're going to have a test on it but it's another thing to be studying and memorizing something because it's going to be very useful for you in whatever your specific goals are. Yeah. Maybe it's all about figuring out, you know, what is the purpose of me learning this? Yeah. And if it doesn't connect, then I don't know. Should you be questioning why are you learning it? Maybe, but I also think that there, if all we were studying were things that were useful, we would definitely lose a lot of art, music, a lot of things that don't mm. necessarily... I mean, people talk about it all the time in a negative way. Like, why would you ever go to a liberal arts college? Like, what are you going to do with that? That's not going to make you any money. Well, it's not always about making money. It's not always about it being useful. Sometimes you need philosophy to like really dig into the existential questions that we might not ever understand, but it at least gives people direction or solace that they're not alone in these thoughts. You know, I mean, I think that there is something to be said with understanding how to read something that isn't just a nonfiction, mm. right? Like you can actually 
be able to discern different characters and like appreciate someone's creativity. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And I just think that there's, there are a lot of different reasons why people love to learn. And I would say, you know, I got to, I got the privilege of being able to teach a lot of really creative students, like really creative students who weren't the most creative, probably the the most creative at Oklahoma state university who never, who did not get the opportunity to really shine in terms of their creativity in the classroom during high school or middle school or even elementary school, yeah. right? But when they got to college, they had the choice to be able to do that. And that was really amazing. And I'm gr- grateful that they stuck with it because, you know, sometimes certain schools, let's just say, like, go and do business or something useful. Make, mm-hmm. Do something useful to society. Well, there's a lot of the things that are useful that aren't necessarily monetarily measured, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. So I would just say, you know, Again, certain people learn things because it makes them come alive, right? Yeah. It makes them feel like, you know, I maybe will never Some really care. Yeah, I might not ever really care about finances, even though I should, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But yeah. maybe that's later on for you. But at the moment, you really are obsessed with music, and that's yeah. a really cool thing. So stick with it. So you maybe know? maybe when we're going back to the statement of are we all lifelong learners? On the surface, we need we should probably vocalize that we believe we all should be lifelong learners. And I think whether you want to be or not, you probably are. But if you want to really embrace the idea of being a lifelong learner, learner, then it's important for you to figure out what it is you want to learn. What connects with you and why, what is, it always goes back to the why I keep on going back to motives and I'm not trying to, but I really think that's where, you get that sense of fulfillment through the connection, that idea of I'm waking up super excited to start my day to learn through action and and uh, studying or how, whatever way you want to do it. If you feel excited about it, what's better in life? I know. I mean, to me, that's kind of where it's at. It's so weird. Like, I'm not, I'm, I've never been this kind of kid, but. I still call myself a kid, (laughs) but now I feel as though I'm really embracing the idea of letting your curiosity drive you. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff Bezos for the I love that though. I love that. Like, why can't you, I think that in school you are confined to, you know, where is your curiosity guiding you? Well, that's great, but you also have to remember that you have to prioritize these things too, right? Elementary school is so complex. I'm glad I don't have the the job or duty of designing that for everyone for kids. Yeah, it is standardized. It is. Well, I mean, I I think that there's maybe a little bit more freedom in elementary school, but when it gets to, you know, middle school and high school, there's a lot of standardization that goes on and I understand why it's there, but you know, there are people learn in so many different ways, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the traditional way of how, Everyone, you know, there's, there's no one way that everyone will learn the best. One size does not fit all. Exactly. Thank you. So I do think, you know, it is really important to let your curiosity guide you. Even if you are in school, like stay in school, but continue. Don't let someone dim your light. Let your curiosity guide you. And I think that it is such an empowering thing, even as an adult to really feel like you really can learn anything that maybe Mm -hmm. you just didn't appreciate as much when you were younger like yeah. i mean i found myself diving into deep in the world of quantum physics like i <laughs> i yeah wow. i was in ap i was in like honors honors physics but like 
really couldn't wait to get out of there because I just wanted to, you know, go to school, wanted to look, you know, go to college and whatnot. But you're one of a kind, honey. Oh my <laughs> gosh. No, this is amazing stuff. It is oh. so fascinating. And it, it, you know, and I had a wonderful teacher. I did. I had a wonderful teacher in high school. And mm-hmm. it was just, you know, a lot of life is about timing. And, yeah. you know, it really has your curiosity guides you in different directions. So that, that's interesting because that's bringing into the idea of you may not know why you're interested in it or you're curious about it. There's like, why did you study quantum physics to a lot of people, including myself at this current moment? It doesn't really mean like I don't know exactly what the purpose of studying that was going to help you accomplish your goals. Right. But at the same time, it brought you a sense of joy, a sense of energy. And therefore, I encourage it and you encourage it yourself. And by pursuing letting that guide you who knows where it's going to bring you to i know it's a sense of awe that like it it was like awestruck of how you know quantum entanglement happens and and all of these things that we just don't know how it just shows how little we understand the Hmm. universe still like honestly but I, i do think that in a sense education does in a way kind of say hey close book this is what you need to know and done but yeah as an adult, I felt like, wait, there's so much I still don't know. No. <laughs> there's so, I have so many questions. Just keep asking why. And I just kept asking why. And it just, it, it brought me there. I mean, it, it was like as simple as like elect. I mean, I'm, my dissertation was electric cars, electric cars, electricity. How did that all happen? Electricity. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. How does electricity work? Well, now all of a sudden I'm in, in this quantum world. And, you know, it really did actually broaden my horizons to, really in a really creative way actually that rabbit hole really did actually lead me into information theory and entropy mm-hmm. you know which i'm not going to explain but that really <laughs> was the core of my dissertation that made it so unique do you think that there's a flaw by ask by continuously asking why like should there be a threshold cuz if you could just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper it might not go to where you want it to go you know like elon musk has some quote where it's like if you just look at where the direction earth is going in the future, eventually, if you just keep going deep, it gets sad. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, in the, in the happiness episode, we even said, you know, like it's almost like ignorance is bliss, like not mm-hmm. knowing the full story. Happiness is not knowing the full story sometimes. So what's the threshold of asking why? Well, I think that, I think there's an acceptance of knowing that you might not mm. know, you might not receive the answer, but it's okay mm. to ask the question. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's the acceptance of just because you ask a question doesn't mean that there's always an answer. Okay. So I mean, there really is fulfilling to you and it may, you know, like you keep asking why and you're like, okay, that's enough. I could keep going, but everyone has a different answer of when that's enough for them. You yeah. Know? I think that, yeah, you just got to figure out what your threshold is and satisfaction, I guess. But there, I think that there's a lot to be said about not being satisfied with, with the answer that's provided when you mm-hmm. ask the question, why? I think yeah. that's where a lot of entrepreneurial creativity happens. That's where a lot of really amazing groundbreaking research happens, right? right? When you're asking the question, why, and the answer isn't satisfactory to you. So it puts you on a journey to really figure it out yourself i love it when i have a question and i go on google and it's not coming up and there's no tutoring on how to do this or whatever it is because it's so specific yeah sometimes that's frustrating but other times it's rewarding in the sense of you're you're doing something that's different 
And yeah. we're always in that pursuit of being one in a million, one in a trillion, you know? Yeah. And therefore, when you find something, when you're finding a question that can't be answered with ease, lean into it. Yeah, well said. I completely agree. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, we're getting deep at this point. I mean, we're quantum physics scientist over here. <laughs> no, well, I just, obviously, you don't really get to learn that subject in, uh, you know, high school or Maybe they do now. I don't know. Unfortunately for Quinn, she did not. I did not. But, you know, I do. I just think that it's, you know, it, everyone has their moment of enlightenment of, like, wow, I love learning. You know, and that might mm. not come when you're in school. Does everyone get That's that? That's okay. I hope that everyone gets it. I hope so. I mean, some people, uh, I mean, maybe they maybe don't. Maybe not. Maybe they don't. But mm. I think that there are other ways to learn that is not maybe as that is not identified as academic or, or rigorous or, yeah. you know, I think that obviously we both believe that books are probably the most amazing resources to be able to really truly learn and understand something. Yeah. But there but are what, a lot of other ways. It takes ways. time to write a book versus the time it takes to do a blog post. So right. therefore it's a great source in our opinions for knowledge. Yeah. And, and obviously there are a lot of other ways to do it though. I mean, I, I I've found some of the best sources I've ever um, been able to find her in podcasts, you know, like mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've found it in so many different ways. And I think that conversations, conversations, I mean, if you're trying to create music, you know, digitally and you've never really done it, there's lots of stuff on YouTube where mm-hmm. it can teach you, you know, I don't know what the book is on that because books are actually pretty outdated by the time the next yeah. technology comes around, you know, so it depends on the, the content that you're looking for. It, exactly. But you know, and it's also, it, who knows when you find history, interesting some people may not ever find history interesting at all but some people find it later on in life because it actually answers a lot of questions you know Mm -hmm. that they have had and they just didn't really appreciate it when they were you know in in high school or whatever or geometry i have a whole new appreciation for geometry when i started really digging into design Mm. and how there are certain you know geometric patterns and and formulas that actually exist in nature that we've discovered that is really pleasing to you know the eye of humans and so why and so that's like you know why why? and that's where it's not just design when you're saying i'm 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 studying design it's not just about making things like clothing or spaces or cars or whatever it is that you're designing it's also Mm -hmm. you know trying to understand why certain things work and why others don't Mm. so keep learning friends stay curious it won't guide you wrong it can only help you in the future. I sincerely believe that even if there's no purpose specific to why you are curious about this subject. Yeah. Make sure to check your resources though, too. You oh, don't yeah. want to be learning, <laughs> uh, you know, false things. You want to make sure that you are actually learning, uh, the closest thing to truth yes. out there. Dig deep, my friends. And thank you all for listening. When I always appreciate you. Appreciate you too, my love. We look forward to talking with you all tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.